This is Coastal Covers, this is Protopapa, and this is the ACC Preview Part Deuce. Uh, what's going on guys? Uh, GCG did his Part 1 of the ACC, and I'm going to follow his footsteps and do Part 2. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of, just like the AAC, a little bit of a slimmed down version, just because I don't want to give you guys the same information multiple times. I'm going to be hitting some bullet points on the teams and uh, going over the schedules and going from there. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to sync back up again soon uh, and do the longer one-part episodes together. Uh, let's get started here with uh, Duke. Duke is uh, over-under projected three. Um, Duke last year went three and nine. Uh, they do have a new coach, uh, new quarterback, and they did lose their uh, stalwart running back Durant. Uh, so this offense was 54th in the country last year, surprisingly, uh, but they did lose a lot. Uh, they do have some receivers and offensive linemen back, but uh, look, for, look for a step back for the offense this year. <clears throat> Defensively, Duke was dead last in the country in yards given up with 517.9 yards per game. Uh, 127, 39.8 points per game. So horrible, horrible defense. Uh, they have four back on the defensive side, a uh, couple defensive uh, DN, the D tackle, and some linebackers. Nobody noteworthy. Uh, this is this is rough, rough shape for the Blue Devils. And uh, going forward, I don't see it getting any better anytime soon. Uh, I have Duke as an F plus this year. Uh, let's get to the schedule. Uh, Game one, uh, they play Temple. I do see this as a 50-50 game, but if you listen to my AAC, I did go Duke here. Week two, they go to Northwestern, and they're going to lose that. Uh, week three, North Carolina A&T comes to town, uh, so I'm going to give Duke the win there, uh, followed by a loss at Kansas, uh, loss to Virginia at home. Actually, you know what? The rest of their games are losses. Uh, they got at Georgia Tech, North Carolina at Miami, at Boston College, Virginia Tech, at Pitt, and Wake Forest. So what is that? Two, four, six, eight, nine straight losses for the Blue Devils there uh, to finish up the season two and ten. Uh, the over-under is at three, and I am pretty solid on that under three at minus 120. Uh, this team does have potential to go 0-12 this year, honestly. Uh, well, I guess I don't really know. I'm sure Mike covered it, uh, GCG. Uh, what North Carolina A&T is in the FCS. I'm not sure how good they are, but uh, I do know that Temple has a uh, potential to beat Duke. So uh, this team is not good. I've always liked Duke football. I, I like Duke basketball as well, obviously. Um, but this this team is not good. They're not good at all. Uh, one of my worst-ranked Power 5 teams, and uh, look for them to win probably two games this year. Uh, next up, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, uh, I ranked as a D minus. Uh, over under is three and a half. Uh, they do have Jeff Sims back at quarterback on offense, uh, but they do only bring back three other starters. Uh, only one off on the offensive line. Uh, they did bring back Malachi Carter at wide receiver, six three senior, so uh, he's pretty good. Um, however, on defense, they were 117th last year, and they bring three back, so not a whole huge difference as. Uh, 
to Duke. Uh, I do give them a little bit of an edge because of uh, Sims and Carter back. I think that uh, those two could be decent. And they did get a couple transfers in, so they're in slightly better uh, slightly better shape than Duke, but uh, not too much. Uh, with the schedule starting off, they're going to lose against Clemson and Atlanta. Um, they play. They bring Western Carolina to town week two. I will give them the win there, uh, followed by three losses, Ole Miss at UCF and at Pitt. Uh, not much wiggle room. Uh, they bring Duke to town. I do give them the win. Virginia's a loss at Florida State and at Virginia Tech. I'm giving them double losses. Miami's a loss at North Carolina is a loss and at Georgia is a blowout loss. So uh, I do have this team two and 10 under three and a half at plus one Oh five. Um, I mean, that's, I, I have my favorite and I have my favorite value play written down in this conference. This could be honestly either one of them. Uh, I didn't mark it as one of them, but it might as well be because I do not see this team winning four games. Uh, they would have to beat, you know, the two teams that I had them beating Duke and Western Carolina. Uh, they would also need an upset over Virginia, Virginia Tech, Florida State. Uh, I guess that's not, maybe North Carolina on the road. I mean, they would have to win two of those games. It's not happening. Uh, this team's going under three and a half. That's a, that's a good spot. Uh, Syracuse uh, over under five. Uh, I mean, I guess they did go five and seven last year. Um, so this team has been a little bit improved. They're they're kind of a weird team. They have been a weird team for a while. Uh, Dino Babers back uh, for year number seven. Uh, he does bring back eight on offense. Uh, have one of the best running backs in the country, Sean Tucker. So uh, and along with four out of five offensive linemen, they bring their quarterback back. So they have a lot of returning starters on offense. Uh, defense, kind of the same thing. Uh, defensively, they were 19th in the country last year. Um, they have uh, a really good secondary, uh, really good linebackers, but their front three is is new. They run a three four, so uh, so a little bit of little bit of new faces there, but the rest of it's intact. So so this team uh, uh, five and seven last year, uh, as I said, I uh, have them rated as a D plus, but. You know, this could be a tricky, tricky team. I mean, this is a team that could win, you know, come out there and win six or seven games this year. This is a team that could also win two. So uh, I guess it just all depends, and we'll go and look at the schedule. Uh, they bring Louisville to town in, in what I believe to be a 50-50 game. Uh, I just think that Louisville has a little bit a little bit more talent, uh, especially at the quarterback position. I think Malik, Malik Cunningham is poised for a huge year, so I am going to give the win to Louisville there. Uh, and then Syracuse travels on the road to UConn. I'm going to give uh, Syracuse that win, uh, followed up by a home game with Purdue. Uh, Purdue is supposed to be a top-tier uh, team this year in the country. Um However, it's always a tricky spot to play at Syracuse. Uh, Carrier Dome is not an easy place to play. Uh, I am going to give Purdue the win there uh, to start off one and two. However, uh, it's very, very possible that they could start two and one. Uh, Next up, you have Virginia at home. I gave them the win, uh, followed by Wagner at home, another win. Then you have the bye week and you play NC State at home. Uh, I gave them the loss. I think NC State is uh, a lot more talented of a team. Uh, then you go to Clemson as a loss, and you got Notre Dame as a loss, and at Pitt as a loss. So uh, quite the uh, three-game stretch there. Uh, on the 12th of November, you bring Florida State to town. I did, did give Syracuse this win. 
Uh, then you go to Wake Forest and you go to Boston College back to back. I have two losses. So I have uh, Syracuse at four and eight this year. Uh, under five is minus one thirty five. I did go the under. Uh, however, you know when I first looked at Syracuse and I saw the five, I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty easy. But you know this this team really isn't bad. I mean, they could run the ball really well. They could play defense really well. And those are two big, big things in football. So, uh, so you know, I'm going to go under, but don't touch that. Don't touch it at all because you don't know what you're getting out of this team. Virginia Tech is the next team on board. Virginia Tech brings in Brent Pry uh, to coach the team. Uh, they do have a new quarterback. Uh, they brought in Grant Wells from Marshall. Uh, they don't really have any playmakers on that offense back. Um, Blackshear is gone. He was a big, big part of that offense last year. So uh, <clears throat> so it's pretty new. I mean, they do have a few starters, uh, three starters on the offensive line back, a tight end back. Um, one of their receivers uh, comes back. Last year's uh, 78th ranked defense uh, brings eight back, uh, so they should definitely improve. Uh, they do have a really good secondary on this team, uh, good linebackers, but a thin defensive line. Uh, they also have a you know what it, what I didn't mention on offense, their offensive line's thin too. So although you do have some starters coming back on both sides, uh, one or two injuries away from being in big big trouble. Uh, this is kind of a new look team. It's been a while for Virginia Tech to uh, kind of get back on track. Let's see if they do it this year. Uh, I have them ranked as a C minus uh, last year, six and six. And now let's get to the schedule for this year. Uh, week one at Old Dominion, I gave Virginia Tech the win. However, that is a very, very, very losable game, uh, especially with Old Dominion having that great season that they did last year for being Old Dominion, uh, kind of a miracle season, and they could still be riding high. Uh, I gave it to Virginia Tech, but I I would not put any faith in that pick. Uh, Boston College at home, I'm going to give uh, the loss to Virginia Tech. Uh, they bring in uh, FCS opponent Wofford. Uh, that's a win. West Virginia at home, that's another one that could kind of go either way. Uh, I do think uh, much more of West Virginia this year than than I've seen a lot of people. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty high on them, so I'm going to go have them winning in Blacksburg. Uh, at North Carolina and at Pitt, I have two losses. Uh, Miami at home, I have a loss. And at NC State, I have a loss. Uh, now they bring Georgia Tech to town. I do have a win there, followed by at Duke, I have another win. At Liberty, out of conference there on November 19th, I have the loss. I have Liberty picking up that that game, uh, and that brings in the final game, the rivalry with Virginia. I do have Virginia Tech picking up that win and going 5-7. and seven. Uh, At that over-under 6.5 at the minus 140, uh, I am going under, and that is my favorite play for this conference. Uh, I just don't, I mean, I know that's a, that's a high price to pay, but I don't see any way in hell that this team wins seven games. I mean, you don't, I mean, they like, they do have that good secondary, I guess, but I mean, they were 63rd in the country last year in pass defense. So it's not like they're amazing. And, you know, they just, they have some new guys. They have a new coach. They, they haven't been that good. You know, maybe they pick up a sixth win, but no way they're winning seven games. So this is my favorite my favorite play in the conference. Florida State is next. Florida State's over-under is also six and a half. Uh, they bring back Mike Norvell, 
for his third season. Uh, Jordan Travis also for his third season at quarterback. Um, they do have a lot of playmakers at wide receiver position. They bring back two wide receivers in McLean and Wilson, and they also bring on Micah Pittman, uh, son of Michael Pittman. So um, that's a huge name, huge uh, pedigree there, and uh, <clears throat> he should be really, really good for them. Uh, they should be able to run the ball as well, uh, and they have one of the best uh, transfer FCS players uh, at defensive end. Uh, he is from uh, Jared Verse from FCS's Albany. He was uh, uh, one of their, where they're touting him as one of the best uh, transfer guys to come up, so uh, that could be definitely interesting on the defense. Um, they have a lot of talent up front. Uh, the secondary has a lot of talent as well. However, they are very undisciplined. Um, so, you know, you, you do see that sometimes with these Florida State teams. Uh, unfortunately, they're not good enough to make up for that a lot of times. Uh, this year, I, I do expect them to be a bit improved. However, the uh, schedule doesn't really do them any favors early on. So let's get to it. I have them as a B-. minus. Um, they played Duquesne week one. I do have that as an easy win. Uh, then they play LSU in New Orleans. I think they lose that game. Uh, and then they have uh, 12 days off, and then they play at Louisville. But I did give that win to Louisville. Uh, it's a pretty decent – it's formed into a pretty cool rivalry. Uh, but up there, I think I think Louisville picks up the win. Uh, Boston College at home, I gave Florida State another loss. I think a lot of that Boston College team this year. Uh, they bring in Wake to town. I did give them the win against Wake uh, at NC State. And then Clemson at home, I gave them two losses. Uh, then they have a bye week. They play Georgia Tech at home. I gave them the win. Uh, then they travel to Miami. I actually gave them the win there. Uh, they won last year 31-28. Uh, I think they do get the upset win. Uh, at Syracuse, I gave them the loss. Uh, they bring uh, Louisiana Lafayette to town. Uh, I gave them the win there. And Florida, they bring to town. I gave them a loss. So over under six and a half at minus one twenty, I went. I have them at five and seven. I went under one twenty. Now here's the thing with this team: if they start out how I projected, at you know going into this bye week, you have you're at one, two, and five. Norvell's probably gone, and you know as as gcg probably mentioned and and we've been talking about a lot i think this team really really is going to be excited about bringing in Deion sanders as their head coach coming up soon uh they want to snatch him up before anybody else does Deion's, you know just recruiting wise has done a phenomenal job at jackson state obviously he's an alum there so um i think that i think norvell has got to get it done in the first half of the season i don't think he does um, things could, the wheels could fall off real quick after that. Um, this under six and a half could be one of my favorite plays. However, if that doesn't happen, if he picks up a win at Louisville or against Boston college at home and he, and he wins and loses the other games that I had, or if he picks up that Clemson win before the buy at home, um, now you're starting at four and two or three and three, something like that. He probably holds on to his job. Uh, then you have some kind of winnable games that I gave him losses later in the season at Syracuse. Uh, you have Florida at home, um, which I don't think a whole lot of Florida this year either. So uh, that under six and a half at minus 120, I mean, this team could very easily win three games this year, but they could also win eight. 
or nine. So I'm not touching this one, um, but I but I am gonna go under in uh, regards to this podcast. But uh, this is this is a very interesting team to watch. A, a very interesting team, and and I'm uh, I guess I'm excited to see what happens. I'd I'd love to see Dion coach there, though I really would. Um, next up is Louisville. Louisville Cardinals, another uh, over under six and a half team. Um, they bring back uh, Scott Satterfield at coach for his fourth season. Uh, Malik Cunningham at quarterback, who I touched on a minute ago. I think that he is uh, outstanding. I think he's going to have an outstanding year this year. Uh, they do have good wide receivers and running backs and four back on the offensive line. So this team brought back seven seven returning starters. Um, they did have the 84th ranked uh, defense last year. Uh, they did add a ton of transfers, though. They have a strong linebacking crew, uh, so look for that to imp- improve a little bit. Uh, week one, they play at Syracuse. I did give them the win there, uh, although as I talked about, it could be t- quite the 50-50 game. Uh, at UCF as a loss, I give them wins at home against Florida State and South Florida uh, before going to Boston College for a loss. Uh at Virginia, I did give give them the win there, and I gave them the win after the bye week at home against Pitt. Uh, follow that up with a home game against Wake Forest. I did give the win to Wake. Uh, they have James Madison at home. I have a win there. Uh, however, their last three games are at Clemson, you have NC State at home, and at Kentucky. So I gave them three straight losses to end the season. Uh, they start out 6-3, six and three, end at 6-6. Six and six. Uh, so that over under is six and a half for them. Uh, the under six and a half is plus one Oh five. I am going to lean the under there, uh, for this team. However, uh, I'm not, it's not a huge play. I could see them winning seven games, you know, possibly spe- squeaking out one of those wins at the end of the season against Kentucky, maybe, or uh, a home game against NC state an upset spot. Uh, so, so I, I don't really want to touch this one, but, but under six and a half is good for the value on Louisville. Boston College. Boston College was six and six last year. Uh, I have them as a B minus this year. Uh, they do get Phil Jerkovic back from injury. Um, they get Zay Flowers back as an absolute stud wide receiver. Uh, they have other talented receivers. Uh, they have uh, <clears throat> Pat Garwo the third as a thousand yard rusher. Uh, so they have all kind of skill positions back on that twenty eighth offense last year. Um, However, they did lose four out of five of their offensive linemen. So those guys really, really got to get it going. Uh, they have some big size on that offensive line. Uh, their tackles are 6'7", 316, and 6'8", 304. So they are really big. Um, uh, watch, out for the, uh, watch out for the interior. Uh, they do have a freshman starting, projected starting at center, Drew Kendall, 6'4", 283. Um, so they hopefully that for them that offensive line can mesh and uh, they can be uh, they can have a really really good offense this year. It's going to be as far as that line takes them. Uh, defensively, they were 28th in the country last year, including third against the pass, which is off, awesome for this conference uh, because this conference does have a lot of quarterbacks. Uh, they bring seven back. Uh, they didn't have the best pass rush last year, um, but that secondary is really, really good. So uh, I, th- I think a lot of this team this year, I think that they could uh, hang with some of the better teams in this conference uh, as long as that offensive line can uh, play well and keep uh, you know the big guys healthy. So 
let's get to the schedule here. Uh, Rutgers, they play Rutgers at home. I have a win at Virginia Tech. I do have them winning that game. Uh, Maine at home, I have a win. And at Florida State, I have a win. Louisville, I have a win. So I have them starting out 5-0. and uh, Then on October 8th, they play Clemson at home. I do have them losing that game. Uh, then they have a bye week before they go to Florida State I, or before they go to uh, Wake Forest. I'm sorry. Uh, I do have them losing that game as well. Uh, it eason, eases up a bit here for a couple games. They play at UConn, uh, and then they play Duke at home. I have two wins, uh, followed by a back-to-back trip against NC State and Notre Dame, both on the road. I have two losses there. Uh, I think that Notre Dame game is going to be very close, though. Uh, look for a uh, missed field goal, like one of my favorite games from the 90s. Um, and then uh, Syracuse at home, I gave them the win. Uh, so I have Boston College at 8-4. and four. Uh, That over-under was 6.5. Over is plus 120. That is my favorite value play for this conference. Uh, there are some losable games in there. Uh, I will admit, you know, at Florida State, they could potentially lose that game. Uh, Louisville's at home, but they still could potentially lose. Um, But I just, I I don't think they're going to lose both of those. Uh, At Virginia Tech, I guess, but I I just don't think much of Virginia Tech. I think this is a really good spot. I think this team goes 7-5 or 8-4, and and that over 6.5 at plus 120, that's nice. That's a nice value, uh, and I'm going to definitely take that. Moving on to Virginia. Virginia over under 7.5. They bring back three on offense. Uh, They bring back uh, Katon Thompson. Dontavian Wicks at wide receiver, uh, and they bring back Brennan Armstrong, uh, who is uh, set to be one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Brennan Armstrong is awesome. If you haven't got a chance to watch him play, watch him. He is really, really good. Uh, definitely going to be a, a, a top-round NFL guy. That being said, they bring nobody else back on offense. Uh, no offensive linemen, no running backs. No tight end, uh, and their entire offensive line left to the transfer portal. So that is that is really really concerning. Um, they lost Bronco Mendenhall. They bring in a new coach. I don't know if the new coach kind of uh, rubbed them the wrong way or what happened, but you know that's that's never a good sign. Um, on defense, they were 121st last year. Uh, they bring back a six on that defense. They are fairly strong up front. Uh, secondary needs a lot, a lot of work, but when you were 121st and 104th in scoring last year, I mean, the only way you can go is up, uh, I guess, but, uh, that, uh, that definitely needs to improve because that was not a good defense at all. Um, so first game, they play Richmond at home. I give them the win. That is a tricky game though. Uh, Richmond's always a kind of creepy team to play. Uh, which they are the Spiders, which is also creepy. Uh, Then they go at Illinois. Uh, I gave them the win there simply because I thought that game was going to be a little bit closer last year, and uh, Virginia blew their doors off 42-14. to So, uh, you know, I do think Illinois might be a little bit improved this year. Virginia might be a little bit more down, but uh, I did give it to Virginia anyway. Um, They do get Old Dominion at home. I gave them the win there, so that's three wins. Uh, At Syracuse, I gave them the loss. At Duke, win. Uh, Louisville at home, I gave them the loss. 
Uh, so then they have the bye week. They go to uh, Georgia Tech. I give them a win. Uh, and then I give them two home losses. Uh, I scratched these game, both of these games out several times because uh, I was kind of going back and forth. But uh, the two home losses against uh, Miami and North Carolina. Uh, and then the third home loss against Pitt. Uh, then you have Coastal Carolina at home. I give them a win. Uh, and then you go to Virginia Tech for the rivalry. I gave them the loss there. Um, so this team is 6-6. Six and six. I have them at 6-6. Six and six. The over-under is 7.5. Now, you know, you say that, okay, so I'm under. Well, I'm kind of on the over. Uh, even though I have this team I have this team in the C+, I have them rated a little bit lower than some of the teams that, that we went over. Um, and the over-under is a little bit higher. And it's, and it's But for that plus 120, here's the thing. I have them losing a game at Syracuse. They can win that. And I have them losing one, two, three, four four home games and any of those four they can easily win louisville miami north carolina Pitt. so that being said you know even if they split those home games that's eight and four this is contingent on brennan walk brennan armstrong though if brennan armstrong goes down or plays poorly or anything happens this team is god-awful um, he's just one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and he can will this team to win. So, um, on paper, I do have them six and six, but I do lean the over at seven and a half at plus one twenty. However, I am absolutely not touching this team whatsoever. Well, let's move to the North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, six and seven last year, six and six before the bowl game. Uh, they lost Sam Howell, which is obviously a huge loss. Uh, they bring back, uh, Jacoby Criswell, uh, to take the helm here at quarterback. It's looking like, so, uh, he's going to have back, uh, four starters with him. Uh, but the big, the big ones are Josh Downs at wide receiver, huge, big time, big playmaker at wide receiver, uh, British Brooks at running back. Uh, so they do have some talent there. Uh, offensive line, uh, they have a lot of experience. They had, but they had a lot of injuries last year. So this is a little bit misleading here with the with the four back on offense. Uh, a lot of these guys have experience. Uh, they do have the superstar in downs there, uh, and and they should be able to really put some stuff together if they can stay healthy this year this could be a pretty good offense now they were 10th last year they should take a step down because of the loss of sam howell but if criswell plays well they could be right in that 20 range 20 top 25 range uh defensively they brought in gene chizik to run the defense which i absolutely love uh they have seven back on defense uh they have a sweet secondary uh However, the rest of their defense is a bit questionable. Uh, 94th last year, so not good at all. But uh, look for them to improve this year And I uh, under Gene Chizik. And I'm, I'm really excited to see what this team can do. Uh, should a lot of people think that, you know, they had a disappointing season last year and a lot of people think that they might take a little bit of a step back this year or be around the same, I think they're going to be better. I think they're going to be better than last year, even with losing Sam Howell. So... Uh, let's get into the schedule. They play uh, Florida A&M at home. I gave them the win. Then their athletic director did them absolutely no favors here because they have back-to-back road games uh, against the top of the Sun Belt at App State and at Georgia State. I know when we talked about this, uh, GCG went uh, the opposite way as me. He went with a win at App State and a loss at Georgia State. 
I have it flipped. I have a loss at App and a win at Georgia State. So either way, you got two and one. Uh, you have a bye week and you bring Notre Dame to town uh, that I have a loss there. However, uh, I could definitely see them putting up a fight in that game. Uh, Virginia Tech at home, I gave them a win. At Miami's a loss. Uh, at Duke, I gave them the win. Then they bring Pitt to town uh, after a second bye week. Uh, I will uh, I will actually give them the win there as well. So uh, then you go at Virginia for another win. So three wins in a row there, uh, followed by at Wake Forest. I did give that win to Wake Forest, so uh, uh, UNC drops it. Uh, Georgia Tech and NC State, I gave them two wins. Uh, so uh, the over-under 7.5, I had this team 8-4. and four. Uh, I think that they can be a, an improved team from last year. I think the defense is going to be a lot better under Chiswick. I think they have enough playmakers on offense to get uh, Criswell comfortable, and I think that offensive line can come together and be decent. So, uh, yeah, I, I like this team. C plus uh, eight and four over under seven and a half plus one fifteen for the over. I'm going to go over. So, not, uh, pretty interested in North Carolina this year. Uh, Pitt is the next team. Pitt won the ACC last year. I have them ranked as a B minus. Uh, they went 11 and three last year after the postseason. Uh, they brought in uh, Keaton Slovis at quarterback. Uh, obviously, they lost Kenny Pickett. They lost Jordan Addison uh, to the transfer portal to USC. And they bring in Slovis from USC. Uh, they do have five back on the offensive line, uh, and they do have a pretty good uh, stash of running backs there. So. Uh, this offense uh, was eighth in the country last year. Don't expect them to be eighth again. However, they could be pretty good. Uh, on defense, they bring back seven. Uh, all, say, all ACC defensive tackle. Uh, they were the 39th defense in the country last year. All ACC middle linebacker. Experience everywhere on this defense. This defense, uh, like I said, 39th in the country last year. Should be even better this year. So maybe a slight step down on offense. A slight step up on defense. Uh, which, you know, sounds pretty good for a team that won their conference last year. Uh, let's get into the schedule here. First up, they have West Virginia and they have Tennessee at home. Those are two tricky games. West Virginia, the backyard brawl, the rivalry back. Um, Tennessee, Tennessee has a pretty good team this year. And uh, in all honesty, they should split these games. I don't know which way they're going to do it, but they should split them. That being said, I have two losses. I don't really know why I have two losses. Uh, I think just kind of getting used to the uh, the new quarterback and stuff like that, but I, I don't know. I'm going to stick with what I have and have two losses, but I wouldn't put any stock in it. Uh, at Western Michigan, I gave them a win. Rhode Island is a win. Uh, Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech at home are two wins, so that's four games in a row that they win. Uh, they go to Louisville and North Carolina back-to-back -back road trip. I have them losing both of those, uh, followed by Syracuse at Virginia and Duke. I have three wins, uh, and then they end the season at Miami with a loss. So I do have Pitt going seven and five, a bit of a step back this year. Uh, the over/under is eight and a half, uh, under eight and a half, but plus one hundred five. Uh, I do like that, but I'm probably not going to bet it. Uh, this team does have the talent to be a little bit better than that. I do have them, like I said, losing those two home games at the beginning of the season, which if they picked up one of those, that would give them eight wins, and they would just have to win one more game, uh, you know, whether it was at Louisville or 
or uh, at North Carolina, maybe split those or something like that. So I'm not uh, I'm not real stoked on this, but I am going to go under. Uh, next up, we have Wake Forest. Wake Forest uh, went 11 and three last year after the postseason, uh, 10 and two overall in the regular season. They bring back seven on offense, seven on defense. Eleventh uh, offense in the country last year uh, starts with Sam Hartman. Uh, they also have A.T. Perry at receiver, uh, good running backs, offensive line, good other receivers all over the place. Uh, Perry had 1,300 yards, almost 15 touchdowns last year, uh, so he is awesome. Uh, Hartman had over 4,000 yards passing, 39 touchdowns. It's only 14 picks, so this offense should roll, roll this year, uh, get back, get into the top 10, possibly the top 5. Uh, on defense, they were 91st. Defense, same story for Wake Forest. Uh, they do bring back seven, uh, seven back on the D. Uh, they have a new system under uh, defense coordinator Brad Lambert. So uh, hopefully for them, they can improve that a little bit. And uh, let's get to the schedule here. They start off the year with a VMI, gave them a win. Then they go at Vanderbilt, I gave them another win. Liberty at home, I gave them a win. Then they bring Clemson to town. Uh, I think that this game has a possibility to, you know, become a little bit of a shootout. Uh, even though Clemson has such a good defense, I mean, this this Wake Forest offense is prolific. Uh, it sounds kind of funny to say, but it really is. So, you know, if that happens, if they're able to score, can Clemson keep up with them? I don't think they can. So I'm going Cle- uh, Wake Forest at home. Uh, at Florida State, I have them. Uh, Kind of uh, getting a letdown spot there and losing that game. Uh, they play Army at home. That's a really, really tough game. I went back and forth on that, but I gave it to Wake. Uh, Boston College at home, I gave them a win. At Louisville, I gave them a win. At NC State, I gave them a loss there, so they pick up their second loss of the season. Uh, and then I have three straight wins to end the season, North Carolina, Syracuse, and at Duke. So I do have Wake Forest matching their total from last year and going 10-2. and two. Uh, The over-under at 8.5 plus 110. I have them going over that. And I think that's a pretty solid play. I think uh, you know even if they lose that Clemson game, which they very well could, that's still nine wins. So uh, I do like the over 8.5 at plus 110. Next up is NC State. Uh, they bring back Devin Leary, threw for 3,400 yards, 35 touchdowns, and only five interceptions last year. Uh, he has two starting receivers back, uh, and he also has a good offensive line with him. Uh, they do lose both of their running backs, Knight and Person, so that's a big hit. They combined for about 1,400 yards last year. I remember both of those guys being pretty good, so uh, they do need to get a new running back. Um, Justin Houston is projected to be that running back. Uh, offensive line should be strong. Uh, defensively, though, here's kind of where the uh, here's where the trickery comes into play. Uh, defensively, they were 21st last year, and they bring back nine back. Uh, they also have guys back from injury, two All AC linebackers, All ACC defensive tackle. So kind of the uh, the opposite of Wake Forest. You know, you have. Uh, you have a stud defense here. Uh, however, I think this team is better than Wake because their offense is also pretty good. So they, uh, this team definitely has, uh, you know, the the book that I used to reference has them ranked 15 in the country. So you know they are projected to be a really really good team. Uh, with the schedule at East Carolina, if you listen to my AAC 
podcast, you'll know that I said that this was a very tricky game, but I did give it to NC State. Um, Charleston Southern at home is a win. Texas Tech at home, I do have a win there. And UConn at home, I have a win. Uh, then they go to Clemson. I did give them the loss at Clemson. Uh, follow that up by one, two, three, four, five, six wins. Florida State at Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, Boston College, and at Louisville, all wins. Uh, and then the last game of the season, they go to North Carolina, the Tar Heels, and I think UNC gets that done and beats NC State, uh, keeping them possibly from playing in the ACC championship. So uh, I have this team 10-2, and two, over under 8.5. Uh, however, on this one, the over is minus 140. Uh, I'm still going to go over, though. I think that uh, this team has a ton of talent on both sides of the ball, and I think this is a really, really good football team. It's a well-coached team, and I think that uh, they have a chance to do some pretty good things this year. That brings us to the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, Miami over under 8.5 as well. Uh, They do bring back Tyler Van Dyke. Uh, However, they did lose their top receivers. They have experience on the offensive line. They have experience at running back. So so they do have – they had the 19th-ranked defense or uh, offense last year. Uh, and look for it to keep going. Look for them to have a uh, a pretty damn good year this year, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, defensively, however, is a different story. Uh, they only bring four back on defense uh, from the 75th defense last year. Uh, I saw that uh, Cristobal got rid of the turnover chain because of that reason. So uh, they want them to play better, more disciplined defense. Uh, they have a good secondary, decent linebackers, uh, but they need more discipline. They need to get more discipline, and they need to uh, perform better. Um, I do have this team ranked as a B. Uh, they start off with Bethune-Cookman. I gave them the win. Southern Miss at home is a win. At Texas A&M, I gave them the loss. Uh, they follow that up with four straight, five straight wins. Middle Tennessee, North Carolina, at Virginia Tech, Duke, and at Virginia, I gave them five straight wins. Uh, they play Florida State at home after that. I did give Florida State the upset win there, uh, followed by at Georgia Tech is a win. At Clemson is a loss, and Pitt at home, I gave them the win. So I did have this team go 9-3 and three this year. The over-under is 8.5. I'm a slight lean on the over for the plus 100. However, I wouldn't bet it. Uh, this team could go, I think, anywhere from uh, seven and five to ten and two. So uh, I wouldn't bet that one at all. And last, and certainly not least, is the Clemson Tigers uh, over under ten and a half, uh, seven back on the. Are you ready for this? One hundredth ranked offense last year. Unbelievable, unbelievable for the ex- expectations for this team. Um, they lose Justin Ross, who was a big time receiver. DJU's back. DJU was had one of the most disappointing seasons last year in college football history. Nine touchdowns to ten interceptions as the quarterback of this unbelievable Clemson team. Their offensive line, I think, was a big part of that. Their offensive line played very, very poorly last year. Uh, Will Shipley, absolute dynamic, awesome freshman year. Uh, He had a lot of injury problems, though, throughout the season. Uh, I think Shipley's going to be one of the best running backs in the country this year. DJU needs to improve. If he can improve, this team could be a national championship contender again. If he doesn't, 
he's got to be gone. Uh, they have one of the highest-ranked quarterbacks, if not the highest. I think it was the highest-ranked quarterback, uh, Cade Klubnik, uh, coming in at quarterback. So uh, I, if DJU doesn't improve early on, I'd bench him and uh, see what Klubnik could do, definitely. Um, defensively, uh, this team was eighth-ranked defense in the country last year. They did bring six back. Uh, they did lose uh, Brett Venables, though. Um, and they did lose uh, their other, uh, I, I think they lost a uh, co-coordinator or something along those lines. I, I wrote both coordinate, coordinators, so possibly their offensive coordinator. Uh, either way, uh, they did bring in uh, Wes Goodwin, who does have a uh, ton of experience. Uh, this is an elite defense. This defense is awesome. Uh, there's stars all over the field, uh, pro prospects all over the field. Five projected all-ACC first-teamers on this defense, which is unbelievable when you consider how many teams are in the conference. So uh, I think this defense is going to be absolutely elite. Uh, it's all going to depend on that offense, on that offensive line play and the quarterback play. Uh, and this team could be anywhere from a, from an eight-win team or a seven-win team. Well, maybe not seven, but you know, an eight or nine win team to a national championship undefeated. So, let's get into the schedule. Uh, they play Georgia Tech to start off the season. That's a win. Uh, they play Furman, Louisiana Tech at home. Those are two wins. At Wake Forest was where I had the loss there. Uh, then they they bring NC State to town. I have a win there. At Boston College and at Florida State in a back to back spot, I have two wins. They play Syracuse at home. I have a win there. At Notre Dame after the bye week. Uh, I did give that win to Notre Dame. That's a very, very good game. That game could go either way. I don't really have any idea, but I did give it to Notre Dame in South Bend. I uh, followed that up with a home game against Louisville, a home game against Miami, and a home game against South Carolina. I have three wins. Uh, so I went 10-2 and two for Clemson this year. 10-5 uh, and five is the over-under, or 10.5 is the over-under. I went over plus 110 uh, just for the value. I do, Even though I only have them 10-2, and two, I think they could very easily win either of those games, Wake Forest, Notre Dame, if not both. Uh, so I think the value is there to take the over. I probably wouldn't bet it. But, uh, I mean, this team is very, you know, like I said, I mean, they're a quarterback away and some offensive linemen away from being undefeated. So uh, I do like that 10.5 spot. All right, so uh, that wraps up the ACC. Um, I think that uh, this is a... It's a pretty interesting conference. You know, you have some kind of teams jockeying for for second, third, fourth in the conference, assuming that Clemson does get it together and end up in first. Uh, you do have some up, upset spots all over the place. So uh, I think that I think that uh, we'll be very interested to see the ACC and, and what they do going forward. I mean, these power conferences are only getting more powerful all over the place. And, you know, is the ACC going to try to snag uh, – a West Virginia, or are they going to try to snag a, you know, they kind of halfway have Notre Dame, but I don't think that that's going to last. So what are they going to do? Uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. And I think that if this is a big year for the ACC to show that they're the real deal and they belong in the power five. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening and uh, we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.